All right. I'm not sure if you heard it's this. It's been reported that new no-touch rip-and-tip bags, what they're called, will make it possible to get the meat from the package to the frying pan without ever having to touch the actual meat. What? <laughs> I kind of have invented my own rip-and-tip technique. So like I kind of take the knife and I do that along the plastic and then I flip it. But then there's that weird, like, maxi pad mm -hmm. that's Look at the white people faces. When are you washing the meat off? If you are tearing it or whatever you're doing, <laughs> Yo, it goes right into the face. Oh, face is so cute. Your meat? Absolutely. Wait. No, they not. They say they take it out the container. pork a lot more and i would get pork chops cut you know sometimes it has like it's the on the bone yeah i don't want whatever that little fatty piece of whatever that is on oh, the bone i'm never eating from a colonizer <laughs> ever <laughs> this is it colonizer on my job okay so every month for birthday month mm -hmm. we they do a cake mm -hmm. the old hr lady which was a sister oh that is good ain't it the old hr lady she was from, she was a sister okay she would go to food for less yes and she would get the cakes she mm -hmm. would either get like a seven up cake those are my favorite or a louisiana crunch cake okay. you know all those cakes yeah. they like eight bucks yeah nice little round mm -hmm. cake baby bomb girl she left us oh god now we got a so colonizer. they nominated somebody that no don't. now we have an hr lady who's a colonizer mm. And one month, the other lady who helps her out, who's a black lady, yeah. she was like, I can't go get the cakes oh, this god. month. I need you to go get the cakes. Oh, God. And I, this is going bad already. She came with this little bitty pound cake mm. that I can't even, it was so small. Mm. The slices looked like bite-sized slices. Oh God. I walked in because I'd be the first one. Two o'clock. I wait for that email. This is in the in the in the meeting Happy room. Happy birthday to all of March birthday. <laughs> this is 
The cake is in the cafeteria, girl. I, I'm not saying I marched. Pew. March right. Girl, I walked around that corner and saw that. I said, what the fuck is this? Mm. Not only did she have that, but Rice Krispie Treats. We are not five and six years old. We don't eat those. Girl, I was highly disgusted. Actually, I do a lot, but only when I'm I at home marched, with my kids. I marched my ass to the black lady, and I said, what happened? <laughs> and she was like, I'm sorry, Fifi. She called Fifi. I called Auntie. She got married this weekend. I was like, she was like, I'm sorry, Fifi. I couldn't go get the cakes. Mm, I mm, said, mm. never again. <laughs> this cannot happen again. <laughs> Oh shit! Like I, when I tell you I was pissed, fuck up. So no, I was mad when I saw that video. I'm not. That just gave me a headache. I feel like I might have food poisoning just from the by osmosis, just by listening and watching. Welcome to another episode of Two Chicks Talking Shit. She ain't got nothing to say right now. I done blew her. They they take they meat off the maxi pad. Put it in a frying pan with the grit, and mm-hmm. but then maybe they even if I'm getting a straight cut from the bakery, I from mean the, from the from the butcher butcher. No, it still gets a ranching. It still get ranched off, <laughs> and then it gets into a clean something for me to do my seasoning. Because what you just okay. told me now, are you bougie? How bougie am I? Do you? <laughs> That's the real question. <laughs> Do how okay? How bougie are you? Do you rent? Do you season your chicken wings in the sink? No, I do not. I put it on like um, I I either use my cook like depending on how much chicken I'm seasoning. It might be on my um, bacon like pan or whatever, or on whatever plate or something that I can. Um, I'm not that black. Yeah, I'm not that black. Because I promise you, no number just will say. I'm telling you, if people really talk to me, my black card is like two seconds from getting revoked. Yeah, because I'm going to rinse that chicken out on one side, clean and get it. But I clean my sink out. Yeah, I believe you. Then I'm going to season it real good and mm-hmm. shake them all up together. Look at you. Put them in my black of flour, my black bag of flour. Mm-hmm. Shake it up, Keep shake it, it up. Mm-hmm. Keep it moving. That's how I was raised. That's, that's how I was raised. That's all I know. That's all I know. <laughs> You take um, that chicken and put it in a pan, you might get your ass. What the fuck is you doing? You ain't gonna wash that off? It was so bad in my house. I'm talking about the ranch chicken. Hot dogs, when you take them out the package, will get a wrenching before you put it in the water. No, because I, I like that hot. I like hot dog water, too. I like the hot dog smell. <laughs> I like hey, I'm with you. I'm with you. So I'm with you. Now, <laughs> I might take you a little like, bit. You was like, I'm embarrassed. I ain't gonna say this because they gonna think I'm some hood shit. I might but, take uh... a little bit of juice for the package. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Put that in there. <sighs> we not gonna start this episode okay. like last week. Like we ended last week. <laughs> Drunk. All over the place. All right. Um, Meek Mill got released today. I know. Yay. And he's at he's at the game. Well, the game is going on right now because you know we're recording in the he's studio. At the game. Nigga went straight to yeah. the Sixers uh, game. What's his name? Robin. What's his name? The owner of the Sixers. Yeah. Picked him. him up. Oh, picked him up and took him to the game. Yeah, said, I'm going to get him. Now that's dope as hell. He I didn't like, know he picked him up to go said, get him. I'm going to get him. Okay. 
He probably had a Sixers jersey, some fresh days. Let me Google what he, I know. I did see that he got a standing ovation from the, the crowd game. in Philly. Yeah, Meek. Uh oh, Meek Mill out of prison makes it to Sixers game. He got a little lining. He ain't getting no real haircut. But yeah. Oh, he looks excited. Look at this dude. Look at this dude. Heck yeah, he excited. <laughs> Shit, I would be too. And um, I was actually one of my ain't that some shit things. I was gonna talk about him because uh -huh. um, somebody got bail, got bond because after you know the situation that happened over the weekend, mm -hmm. and uh, he's a colonizer. And Meek, yeah, I'm talk about him. Meek didn't do Meek didn't do anything to be honest. He definitely got arrested for nothing and put in jail. And um he didn't get bond nothing. They just called it a parole violation and he was stuck. Wow. So special shout out to Jay Z and his foundation because you know he works with a lot of people mm -hmm. who have been wrong wrongfully accused and helps them um get off. I'm gonna be honest, at first when the, when everything first came out, I didn't understand. I was just like, um, he violated his parole, so mm -hmm. He got to do what he got to do. But then once I let, I started hearing more things, and then I listened to um, his attorney. He was on the Breakfast Club. Yep. And he was telling more about it, and I said, "Now wait a minute. Yeah. This shit is." He was breaking up a fight. This shit sound like <laughs> something from the Twilight Zone. Yeah. Like the lady, the person that write types down everything they say. The stenographer. Yeah. Yeah. Slid him a note like, "Can you pay for my son's college?" What? Yeah, she was like, can, I pay, can you pay for my son or my grandson or my nephew or somebody? And it was like, can you pay for his college? Then it was, it came out that the judge that was kind of obsessed with him had um, assigned the parole officer who was in connection with somebody that they wanted to manage, Meek Mill. And so the parole officer was pretty much like, you need to go on the sign with with such and such and such and let them handle you like oh which y'all like, think this is right. and i was like so there was no the first thing is no conflict of interest was going on like, sounds like there was plenty and then the last time they went to court the defense the defense attorney and the um prosecutor prosecutor both agreed like yeah this is not this case nothing. is not sound. We can't this do nothing, nothing with it. Right. And the lady was, the judge was like, well, we'll come back and see. No, bitch, let him go. Right. So I'm glad after. Oh, yeah. So after hearing all that, I, I'm glad he's out because that shit was ridiculous. You got this man sitting in jail. It, it was really just the judge. You you got mm -hmm. him sitting in jail because you got your own personal vendetta. Right. Like, you playing with people's lives. That, that's, what I, that's what I don't like about police officers um, some attorneys, judges. Oh, the whole, all of it. The judicial system is completely fucked up because it does not work for people of color. And I'm not especially not, on a prosecutor side. No, because they like they. You just hear them. like I was watching um, that movie with Denzel Washington where he played a, a, something Israel Esquire. Yeah. And he was playing a defense attorney, and he called, and he was like, well, the guy got 
he know where the, the mm-hmm. uh, actual killer is. Right, he just needs protection. Right. And he was like, but if he give you this information, you know, you got to give us something. Mm-hmm. She's like, are we going to give him this five to ten years? Like, he didn't even do He didn't it. do anything. You just saw a person of color. Right. It was just, they was just like, well, he knew. He they were friends. Gun. Right, they were friends when he went. That's how this shit happened all the time. My yeah. uncle, um, my uncle was in jail for a very long time because he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Now, granted, his friends... I'm not saying my uncle wasn't in the game. He was in the right. game. Um, but that's what you did back in the day to, you know, right. have, I don't want to say have friends and protections in certain neighborhoods, but that's what you, that's, that's what you, what you did in Chicago. At least I'm not going to speak right. all over the place, but in Chicago. And so he was, uh, with some guys who definitely did wrong, but he didn't play any part in it. He was just in the car with him. It got, ended up being in jail for a long time. And it was just like, um, the attorneys that were working with our family just never right. could, they weren't really there to help us. You know what yeah, I'm saying? They, Low income black people. No, they're not. You most of the time you get in a public defender. And they, they dealing with your case and a whole bunch of others. Other it's honestly, and I know this is not TV, but you watch How to Get Away with Murder. I watched it. Yeah. So this season, one of the um, one of the storylines was Annalise was going to the Supreme Court Mm -hmm. to fight for more money for the public defendant program because it's causing so many people to go to jail who are either wrongfully accused, didn't get the right representation, and all that. They did a scandal like mixing or whatever, and so that's some real life shit. Yeah, it is. I remember when I went, uh, I took some students when I was working at a high school, mm-hmm. and we went on a tour, and a part of it was, I think we went to the county, and we sat in on a few cases, or we were supposed to sit in on a few cases, but what was interesting, what stood out to me was, all the defense attorney, the public defender, all they're going to say, they want you to take a plea, yep. so they can get rid of this case. And move, move to, to the, the next, next one. It ain't even a matter of if you're guilty, if you're innocent, which, whatever. Yeah. It's, so this is what they're offering you. You can take it or... That's it. Or we can go to trial and we have to get your case continued. And then even still, even if you do please, sometimes your case get continued so much. You're just sitting there. You might, you just serve the fucking whole sentence. Yep. And so... Um, one thing Meek Mill did mention in his um, statement was, you know, he was at a point where he could afford attorneys and he had friends like Jay-Z who already helps people in these type of situations, but really helped him out to help him fight his case and to get him out. So Meek says he's going to use his platform to assist you know, other people uh, who are going through the same thing. And it's really unfortunate. But the judicial system, in my mind, is modern-day slavery, to be honest. Because it's focused on, like, a certain class of people. They use them for labor because the prisons I'm not going to get into this because I'll go on for a minute. But, like, like, the prison system is... Um, managed by corporations and it's federal but the federal government is getting money from these corporations. Corporations get money off of the labor of the inmates and all that shit 
does nothing but get the rich richer, and it's all fucked up. And so I'm a, I'm gonna go on before I get on the soapbox, right. but I'm glad um I'm glad Meek is out. Yeah, I am too. I, and and I hope that I do hope that we can get to a point where we can address this and resolve this issue, and something happens because there's too many black men and women, too many um, low income. Yep. Under underserved, underprivileged people sitting in jail. Yep. yep. Unnecessarily. It's, just, it's sad. It's sad, but shout out to Meek Mill. I'm glad he's enjoying. He came out and definitely got right, right back into the shit. So that's what's up. Um, over the weekend, um, former first lady Barbara Bush was funeralized. Mm-hmm. Um. All, all the jokes aside, because I laughed at quite a few, few at jokes out there. Like, I was just like, well, she, this ain't white. She, she, she gone. She lived a good life. She's a thief. She's yeah. been 70-something years. Yeah. And so, I, t- I think we said this last week, but I really fell in love with them. Him, his uh, mama Bush and Papa Bush, as I call them, because mm-hmm. that uh, they his, uh, the son named George, too. Right. So, to keep they on. There's a lot of they all named George. I thought it's Jeb too, though. Oh, okay. George, 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 and Jeb. Okay. <laughs> they got that. She was like, oh, fuck, it's Jeb. <laughs> and it's like, probably George, and they just call him Jeb. <laughs> it probably is. I don't know Jeb's real name. I'm serious. It could be George, Jeb. Because it's like George B, George H, George W. Mm-hmm. It probably is George. Anyway. All right, it's probably George. Um, So, I fell in love with them. When they didn't go to the inauguration, but they took their sick ass to the Super Bowl. Will them in like, oh, Super Bowl in Houston, huh? Here we come. I'm in, <laughs> I'm in there. Wait, no, no, we can't. We can't fly all the way to DC. Mm-mm. No, no. Oh, it's a Republican. Mm, no. no, we're good. No, but they were Republicans. Exactly. That's what made me like them even more. They was like, yeah, fuck that shit. No, we're not going. But so, Trump, Trump no, I'll pass. I'll pass. Um, send us some tulip salad with cra- with cranberries. Apples and walnuts. Salad with spicy mustard. <laughs> um, so it was a lot of it was a lot of pictures because um, you know when uh, former presidents and first ladies pass away, other former presidents mm-hmm. come yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And I, I think it was really cool to see the Obamas and the Bushes. They look like they be having such a good time. Yeah. I remember seeing um, Michelle and George um, W. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at the inauguration just kiki laughing. He loved him some Michelle. He loved him some Michelle. Like, even at the uh, funeral, they was holding hands. Yeah. They Did you was... see the meme for that? No. They was I... like, don't get your ass fucked up at your mama's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> He just, he just be flirting with Yeah. Him. And they just be all in it. And they I'm don't sure care. probably be going home. Like, I just love me, Michelle. And Laura, Laura be sitting there like, mm-hmm. I know, George. You talk she about her. Like, I know you did. You were so inappropriate. I just want to let you know you're so inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> he just go in his room and paint. Because that's what he do now. He just go in his room and paint. Probably got about 15 uh, paintings. <laughs> in the secret room. <laughs> Can't nobody get yeah. to <laughs> But it was, was like, cool. Why do you keep ordering all this brown paint? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't. You're not really painting trees or dogs or any. Anything. I don't get it. Um, where is the brown paint going? <laughs> you got a room full of hotels. <laughs> all over the place. I'm done with you. But um, it was cool because Melania Trump. She went. And um, she was sitting next to Barack during the services. And she was happy. She looked so happy. They was getting all that black love. That Smiling that ear to ear. I have never, ever seen Melania smile in Washington, D.C. Not a once. She, she about to find Chocolate City and smile a whole lot. <laughs> she was with Barack and Michelle and was like... Hey y'all, it's so nice to see you. She didn't smell that happy at the inauguration. She did not. She was hugging. She was holding Michelle's hand, all in tapping Barack on the shoulder. <laughs> Barack ain't even told no joke. She's like, "Oh, you're so funny, Barack." <laughs> it's just all in I the like shit. I like you, Barack. I like you. I like you so much. I like you, dear Obama. <laughs> you better believe she' about to find her. She. Shit. She got her some chocolate thunder somewhere. You know she, got shit. <laughs> she fast forward to today. <laughs> and she probably looking like this nigga. So first of all, she probably like this chocolate. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you what she had on today. Bitch had her formation hat on. Right. She's out here like um. She didn't. She didn't hung out. <laughs> Michelle probably told her to watch that. <laughs> Michelle what? Get it out. Come on. Let's breathe. Mm. Michelle told her to watch Beyonce video at Coachella. <laughs> that bitch got inspired. Like, she got inspired up with all that cool Okay, Dano, now let's get the information. information. <laughs> <laughs> so they had, um, is this the French prime minister? No, the president. The president of France. She probably was like, will the Obamas be there? <laughs> no. Like, no. So this, she probably was like, this is bullshit. So look, hold on. Let me see if I can get. So they. <laughs> fucking mother. These ads be killing me. I meant to download the video. Anyway. <laughs> so they there. <laughs> and Donald Trump really wanted to hold her hand. Again. Like. Really, really wanted to hold her hand, and um, she just wasn't having it. Like, look at him. He, yeah, he is trying. Her face is mad. She don't want to be bothered. Then she finally just said, "You know what? Fuck it." <laughs> I think he holds him a castle. <laughs> he like, you know what? I will get rid of you like I'll get rid of these Mexicans. <laughs> That's what he said. Take with your ass on the other side of the wall. Keep I playing mean, with me. She, do, she not here, She went right back to, she got back to D.C. and was like, I am so tired of this place. <laughs> I, like, I do not like it here at all. I, I the, white, the white person is not for me. I want to go back to Russia. <laughs> <laughs> she... Is not feeling his ass. At She's all. just like, I don't like your Especially ass, bro. Like, she probably like, I don't want to hold your hand. And you got a whole porn star out here talking about we had an affair and I'm about to sue and, your ass. Oh, and I can describe his penis. Right. I'm like, what? Why do we need that? I don't want that. I don't because need that information. Don't to be short. <laughs> 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 but I'm ching. 
the bushes. I feel bad because Daddy Papa Bush is in the hospital now. He's still in the hospital. Yeah. Has anything changed? I just think he's in intensive care. I know he's in intensive care, but is he getting better? They're not really saying anything, but you know what they say about couples that are married for a really what the fuck is this face, bitch? Dies, you get a day off work. Get a day off. This bitch. Yesterday, when I saw, we was. <laughs> you ain't shit. We was watching the news and it was like you ain't. President Bush in the hospital for intensive care. I was like, oh, a, day, a day off. I was like, I told Dick, I said, if he, I'm off. He mm. said, did you just? I said, what? He said, did you just say? I said, uh huh. He said, you going to hell. Definitely. I'm going to pray for you so you don't, though. I'm going to pray real hard. I understand you need some rest. That's that's all it I is. Just, no, I, I, would, I just wouldn't be able to take it. <laughs> and I would have to mourn that. When, <laughs> when they said Barbara Bush had passed, I was like, so we don't get first ladies a day off? They work for the country too. Yeah, she she passed quick as hell though. Like they said, um, she's declining in health and she's not gonna but you um know, seek a lot medical. Of times they wait before they release it to the press. Yeah, so she, I mean, they've been off and on sick for years. Yeah, and so she probably has been dealing with whatever illness they this was is on the for news a while. Last night talking about uh, Polo George was out of there because they was like, you know, people die of a broken heart, and mm-hmm. I'm like. Oh. Yeah, that's it. That's a syndrome. But it's called, isn't it called broken about, heart syndrome? Yeah, you talk about iron shit. One of my coworkers was like, "Hopefully it'll happen on a Friday. We get extended weekend." <laughs> I said, "I'm not. I'm not gonna." I'm, I'm done not, with all of y'all. I'm not gonna wish y'all it. ain't worth nothing. I ain't gonna wish it, but y'all ain't worth. I ain't going to work if they say he did. Okay, so I'm not gonna be like, "Oh no, I need to come to work." Um, real quick, Beyonce killed it at Coachella again. again. She changed new outfits, new everything. Um, so you know, every time Beyonce does something, Kim Kardashian has to do something as well. Of course. So she launched she's launching a new fragrance. And um she posted some pictures on her Instagram account. And I'm gonna. Did you see them yet? Well, her the new her naked with yeah. cream or something on it. Cream, bitch. What? Paint. Oh well, that's milk. yeah. Um, I just saw that one. So they made her body into the perfume bottle. That's what you saw. So she was um, they put her in clay, and so they made a mold of her body. She took down the other picture. But she had a picture where she was... Wait a minute, they did what? She t- must have took down the other picture because it was this picture of her covering her titties. I just, uh, I just saw that picture. Oh, no, no, no. Earlier today, earlier today, her pussy was on the internet. No, they told her to take that down. Kanye was like, listen, bitch. Take that down. You went a little too far, but she it was almost, it was almost full frontal. Like, you could see um, everything except her clitoris. But, you know, that's how she is. You know, she got to get um, some attention. It was too much, sto- too much stuff going on. It's a new, it's a new baby. Is that him for real? Mm-hmm. That's what it said. Back like why, it look like, why it look like his face is photoshopped on his neck? I don't know. 
We talking about Meek again, yeah. y'all. Sorry. Sorry. But, you know, Kim tries to get attention any chance she gets. So now, you know, it was a royal, oh, a royal baby over the weekend. Yeah. It was been, it's been a crazy weekend. So, she had a baby. And the same day she has this baby. I'm talking about um, Princess Kate Middleton, Duchess Kate. Aww. She had the baby. What she And then she had to come outside. Huh? What in a bland potato salad happened? <laughs> I'm just, it shocked me that, like, she gets no time to recoup. Wait a minute, she had a baby and did what now? As soon as she had the baby, she had to get all dolled up and pretty, come in front of the cameras to have basically an announcement to show the baby to the world. Fuck that, y'all gonna wait six weeks. No, her ass was out there same day, the wind was blowing. Man, let that look. My play grandma, what do you mean my real grandma? She was gone. Told me you ain't going nowhere for six weeks when I had taste. She's like, you ain't gonna have no setback. You can yeah. go to these doctor's appointments. Yeah, they used to believe in that setback. You can you can go to the store and get some formula. I couldn't even do. Nah, I'm saying nah. I ain't even wondering who wants. You can't even move your your cooch. Out. When I tell Hello. you, she looked fucking flawless though, bro. Hours after she gave birth. Fuck that. I'd have been asleep. <laughs> Let me tell you, after I gave birth to my oldest son, I slept so hard. I, I woke up and thought it was the next day. I ate for a good 40 minutes. Cause, so with Tay, I didn't know I was going into labor. I got induced. Mm-hmm. So I was at a doctor's appointment. They was like, no, you just need to go across the street to the hospital because we're going to induce your labor. I was like, what that mean? They was like, oh, we're going to give you some medicine to make you contract, and then, you know, you're going to have the baby today. I'm hungry. Can I eat right No, you need to go now because we need to make sure the baby's going to be okay. I always ate after my doctor's appointment, so they had threw my whole rhythm off. I was starving. You was like, I'm hungry. I need. I was hungry. You can't induce, this, induce after I eat. I, I got to stick with my plan. As soon you as that little had baby. I no idea what you was going to eat. First of all, I always would get a piece of pizza from the little food truck that would be downstairs. And them pieces of pizza were like big, right. stupid, New York style yeah, size. But ooh, it was good. But then I would always go get something else. So, but I knew I was, I knew I was about to eat. Right. Anyway, I was starving. So as soon as they were getting ready to take me to like the postpartum mm-hmm. area, I said, "I'm hungry. I need something to eat." They brought me a dry sandwich, which was inhaled in two seconds. But by the time we got out the room and halfway to the elevator, I was like, okay, what else can I eat? Mm-mm, I slept. So I, I was got so hungry. I got an epidural. And then he decided, because he wanted to be nosy, to be face up. So they had to take me in and pull him out. But, girl, Mm-mm. after I had him, yeah, I slept <laughs> so hard. Cause like I had him like in the evening, like five yeah. o'clock in the evening. Yeah. I slept so hard. I woke up at like, and my mom they stayed, made sure everything got yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. I slept so hard. I woke up at about one or two o'clock. The next day. In the morning. Oh okay. And called my mom and was like, "So you ain't coming to see me today?" <laughs> she said, "Do you know what time?" <laughs> I said, "No." Uh, no, I, I really don't. She said, girl, it is like 2 o'clock in the morning. I was like, oh. She was like, take your ass back to sleep. 
That's a hard. I'm talking. About, I was out of it. I was out of it after I had him. They was literally like Felicia, you had your baby. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but I was. No, they. This girl was out there and yeah. ready. Makeup, hair. They had to give me a day. You see this baby tomorrow. Hours. After it's some kind of tradition or something. Yeah, I'm I, that royal family shit is I too much you, sometimes. Uh, what's the other chick name? That's gonna give me. Oh, a she name. she always got Marco, Megan. Um, she I bet you she ain't gonna do it. I bet you she do, guaranteed. But her kids ain't that important. No. And I'm not trying to be rude, but like, so you yes. got the queen, and then Prince Charles is next in line. Right. Then his the way, kids. The way this is going, one of them ain't go. Prince Charles may not ever be king. It's more looking like William will probably end up being king. Maybe Charles will. We don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, but, you yeah, know, he yeah. old. They all, you know, the queen, she old. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, damn, he still is alive, right? Yeah. So, you got Prince Charles who will be next. Then it's William. Then it's, it's his kids. Then it's his kids. So, it's the boy, the girl, now this other boy, then Harry. Right. Harry ain't got to worry about nothing. His kids ain't got to worry about nothing. So right, yeah, she like, man, we, we going to do what we do. That's why she be getting in trouble all all the time. She carried yeah. the wrong purse. She went somewhere with her arms out. And they was like, what the hell? You went to church. Why you have your arms out? <laughs> she going to be like, I look. I'm American, bitch. I don't. <laughs> this shit. Can I get some real tips and just sit? I'm done. Now rib tips. Um, back to Coachella. So, um, a few weeks ago we talked about Fab, mm-hmm. fabulous, mm-hmm. um, having a domestic altercation mm-hmm. with his girl, and they made an appearance together mm. at Coachella. Mm. And so I just think it's interesting. Like people get so. This is like real life. So you know, let's just say you got a friend. And her and her guy That's been going exactly into it all the time. Like, I'm done with his ass. I need fucking with him no more. He gets on my motherfucking nerves. He can go on somewhere. And then, you know, y'all take they take their little couple weeks, maybe a month to get their stuff self together. Then right back somebody together. say, I miss you. And then they right back together. And then you still mad because we just had this conversation yeah we did letting your friends all in your business well they let the whole world they in their the business they didn't know how to keep their sh- world about to be mad and y'all and y'all booed up at coachella in coachella <laughs> and she's thinking hold up they don't love you like i do no and everybody else in coachella looking at them with their eyes they lip twisted like mm, i can't Bitch. believe she here with him right um, so we talked about Kim. Kanye West um, resurfaced last week. Yeah, he back on Twitter acting the ass. So, like, it's a mix. So, like, I feel like I'm part of his community because I ride for Kanye. He's, like, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And so... I don't like all his shoes and clothes and all that stuff because some no, of it is a little that. too far. But when it comes to him being a musical genius and he's super creative. So I just mm-hmm. like respect him in that aspect. So like all his like self-helpy type tweets. I'm like, I'm here for it. I'm like, oh, spit that knowledge. Be yourself. Yeah, be be creative. Like don't it. let him hold you back. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Use your mind. Be free. Get out of prison. I'm yes. Out of prison. Yes. Free. 
oh, I'm producing music. I got Nas and Pusha and Tiana yeah. and my album, and me and Cuddy go have an album. Oh, shit, Kanye music coming right. back. Danny oh, shit. He's like, Danny Lever's a free thinker. He yes, he is. Let's go, Kanye. You sounding great. I'm so glad you back. Even though he didn't tag Donald. Donald Glover, he didn't, but I don't. He rarely tags anybody in his shit. Yeah. He just spits some shit out. Um, but when you start talking about Donald, I don't get it. I don't get that. Yeah, my cousin posted something on Instagram that he tweeted, and I couldn't really get see it clearly enough. But whatever it was, he was pissed. Like fuck that nigga. I'm not gonna say effing, but like when it comes to politics, you can't put you can't put too much faith in all celebrities when it comes to politics. You can't put no, no faith. That's that's probably right. better. Let celebrities be celebrities. Cause Sorry. some of I mean some of them do educate themselves. They do. Kanye's not one of them. He has told you, I don't read books. I'm not reading nothing. So anything that he uh -huh. knows is based off of some quick clip he saw on the internet or on TV somewhere. That's all he knows. Right. So, like, I can't get mad at him for sounding like an idiot sometimes. But, like, he told, like, that's the bed he lay in. He, yeah, he like, I'm. So. He called Hot 97 this morning because him and one of the DJs, Ebro, I'm not going to get too much into that because it's just goofy, but, like, I guess they got into a, a, a weird conversation. And so Kanye ended up calling the show. Basically, all he said was, man, I just want you to know that I love you, man. I love you. And mm -hmm. uh, Ebro was just like, like, yeah, man, I love you too. And I guess they wanted to have a conversation off, off the air. Mm -hmm. But, like, Kanye said in whatever conversation – was that he feels like nobody was with him when he was addicted to opioids and in the hospital. Like, I didn't know that that was one of the reasons I didn't know he that. was hospitalized until he, he said that. I thought that. he was hospitalized because... He had a breakdown. He had a breakdown. Yeah, I didn't but, know it was an addiction. That's why I was and so it makes... I mean, it kind of makes sense. I mean, those opioids are, are like... Yeah. Highly addictive. They can't alter your state of mind. Mm -hmm. I mean, they took Prince's life, yeah. like, and Michael Jackson, like, all these. Yeah, I don't understand why they get, <clears throat> I, I don't, I'm not really. Um, so, like, the medications that, so, like, let's take Michael Jackson, for example. He couldn't sleep. And so, the medication that he was taking is um, a, a sedative okay. that they use for procedures. So, like. I got scared because I had to have, like, a normal procedure, like a colonoscopy. Co mm -hmm. Completely no normal thing people get all the time. But they had you. They, they, they put you under a little bit because mm -hmm. they had to use cameras and all this stuff. And so they used propofol, same thing that they used for Michael Jackson. But he was getting ridiculous amounts of propofol so that he's, like, you complete. You a little lavender on your, on your bed? <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't burn a lavender and vanilla candle and just... Man, you can't. I'm for real. Like, sometimes when I can't sleep, I can put some lavender oil on my hands and inhale it. And Listen, that Johnson's bedtime um, bath that they got for the kids and the little babies. Yeah. That should work for grown folks, too. We're going to get you a little NyQuil. Just, you know, the little ones. That have See, now, I'm not drinking no NyQuil. Not, not, no, it's another one. Like, is it NyQuil? It's somebody, one of them brands. 
have a sleep or just it's Zequil. Yeah, or get you a a non what do they call it a non habit forming. Mm. I feel like sleep even day. though it says that it's habit forming, because I'm an insomniac. I'm doing a little better now. I used to be on Ambien, and I would have to get like eight hours of sleep uh-huh. if I was gonna take it. Like I would yeah. know that I have to. Okay, it's nine o'clock. I gotta take this medicine so I can go right. to sleep. But then I got accustomed to taking that to go to sleep, and I don't want to do that. Right. Yeah. And I, so, like, I can't take. Like, you know how they have the daytime and the nighttime mm-hmm. medicine. If I take the full uh, recommendation of what mm-hmm. you about to take for like the nighttime. Yeah. I'm I'm done. Yeah. For like the I'm talking about I'm done. From the night, I don't care how many hours of sleep. I yeah, get. until the next morning. Until the next morning, like that's I how I am on be- with Benadryl. But like, think about us. We we name and shit. We just go to the drugstore. Right. We pick it up off but the I counter. But I don't want no shit that you gotta put me to sleep. Well, I don't want to be that. They sick. have access to a ridiculous amount. Yeah, because they paid the doctor the right amount of money. He's right, write a prescription for anything. Right. So, um, MJ had the propofol. Prince passed away from a fentanyl overdose, which is a pain medication. Mm-hmm. And so, actually, his family is suing a mm-hmm. hospital here in Illinois and Walgreens because of that situation. Yeah. Um, even though no charges came up, they're trying to see if they should, if if it should be a criminal case. Yeah, because they don't, they claim they don't know where where this medication came from, but that's impossible. Mm-hmm. Because medication has an identifying number right. every time that it's prescribed, it has to be associated with a DEA number mm-hmm. because that's a um, narcotic. Yeah. And so, um, it's unfortunate that this this epidemic is going on. But people in the limelight, like the Kanyes and the yeah, princes, they and all taking that. it just to cope. Yeah, they with life, right? And so, I feel like that's what call that could have helped cause his breakdown or whatever mm-hmm. and so i thought because I, I heard wendy williams say that he going he's erratic again and he going off and he i just feel like he got too much going on up here mm-hmm. and he just don't know how to ring rain it on in mm-hmm. but um i had something else to say I, oh one more thing on kanye a lot of posters have been popping up though in various cities and and it said they are saying keep America great, and it says Kanye West 2024. <laughs> so if you think the Donald is kind of crazy, can you and imagine? I'm a Gemini, but we don't need two Gemini's back to back. That would be crazy. Right in this country. Mm-mm. Crazy. No. But he said 2024. He's not I... even going for 2020. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. All right. Um, have you listened to J. Cole's new album? Mm-hmm. I did. What do you think? I liked it. Hmm. It wasn't a bop, but it was a little... Oh, it's definitely no bopping on that one. It's not a bop, but it's, it was a little nice little... Little get you to thinking, little groove. It was a groove. <laughs> yeah. So I turned it off after a few songs. I just couldn't get with it. Yeah. Like, it was a groove. It was short. Like, it is. I think it's like seven or eight it's, songs. It's a little on the train. Yeah, I'm not a J. Cole fan, so I just listen just to, like, I like, I love music, so. I liked his last, I liked the last song. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so short, I played it all the way through. It, I liked the last song. 
I think I like Motivate. And it was another song. Yeah, that's the one I keep hearing, Motivate. But um, he it has one called song. Kevin's Heart. Yeah. And so um, Kevin Hart is actually in the video for Kevin's Heart. Oh, yeah. And it's basically... Um, showing him dealing with his infidelity and how people looked at him and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff the video is a great concept yeah yeah this album is a snore yeah i mean like i said it it wasn't it was a groove it wasn't a bop yeah um i hope y'all know what she mean by bop like um cardi b is a bop is a bop this ain't a bop this is a groove um but yeah I just wanted to talk about the video because it was decent. Um, Last thing. So everybody, all all these celebrities have some other business, right? So Mm -hmm. like I'll use our our bae, Riri. Okay. You know, she has her line with Adidas. Is it Puma? No, it's Puma. Puma, sorry. Yeah. Getting it out. Yeezy has his line with Adidas, right. and I think one of them other Jenner girls got one. And um, everybody wants to, you know, do different things. Kim now has Kim Kardashian has her makeup and oh, fragrance. Okay. So like now, so RuPaul is. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Name. I wasn't ready for that name. Yeah. So, um, a beauty company called Molly Beauty, M-A-L-L-Y, announced um, Sunday that they're releasing a new makeup line with RuPaul. (laughs) Okay. I'm sure it'll do well. Yeah, I think it's gonna do well for with a particular audience. I mean, Mac works works with Patrick Star. That's true. So he beats the fuck out of his face, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even understand. He don't even try to do like drag face. No, he doing straight. Just I like pretty face. Yes, I saw a little boy. It's um, another little boy that kills, and he, he does it face. just as good as um Patrick Star. Be like. How are you 10 and you know how to put on makeup? And, and I'm 30 him. and I'm 36 and I ain't got to that level and of beating beat. his face to the gods. And not only is he beating his face to the gods, but like they not going for the drag look. No, they just trying to be pretty. They just want to be pretty. We'll be back. Oakley, my dokely. Hey, if you have questions, topics, things of that nature, you should send us an email, the number two, chicks, T-A-L-K-I-N-S-H-Y-T, at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Um, that way we wouldn't spend um, hours and hours combing the interwaves for motherfucking girl I don't care. We going to keep stealing until y'all act like y'all love us. I have proof that y'all listen. I have receipts. We know that y'all there. <clears throat> Email us. I promise we won't bite. We won't say your name. Send us a video. Um, whatever. A, a, a Just message. tell us a funny story. Don't, whatever. Uh, I'm going to retract what he said. Don't send us a video. Oh, you don't want to see their faces? <laughs> You're right. That's opening the door for a whole Ooh, bunch of shit. I just said, send us a video. We, oh, we 
got an email. Oh, we got an email. Right. <laughs> uh, no, don't send us a video. Just go ahead and write it, and we'll go from there. Okay. All right. But we do have something that we come through and found. <laughs> so I'm not. I, I, I don't even understand how this, this, all this other stuff is going. So I'm just gonna read. Okay. It says I'm in a lesbian relationship. With the woman of my dream. Ooh, let's get into that mic a little bit more. Okay, we get along. We don't argue, and we are committed to one another. Lately, we've been disagreeing because I want to have a child the natural way. Ooh. But she wants us to adopt. Ooh, boy. I told her I want to feel a child in my stomach. Get in my belly. The problem is, I want us to find a man who's willing to have sex with me and give me his seed and sign papers <laughs> to not be in the child's life. She doesn't want me to have sex with a man. I bet she don't, cause hmm. she got the she got the strap. She don't. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. And I'm sorry. wrong for wanting to go through the natural process. I don't think you're wrong, but if I mean, I don't think she's wrong. I don't think she's wrong, but, but she should. But if sure... they don't agree on it, then they're going to have to figure something out. But I don't think she's wrong. I don't think there's nothing wrong with her wanting to have a child naturally. She's able to have a child. Yeah. I, don't think, I think it's selfish of her girlfriend or her mate to say, well, let's just adopt. Just because you don't want her to have sex with a man because they can go to a sperm bank. Well, yeah, she could get artificially inseminated. Now, they ain't got to go out and find a man to have sex. She could go in the booklet and was like, I want number 423. Right. Sounds good to me. <laughs> and then set a, up an appointment. Has his master's degree in sociology. Uh-oh. Does this, does that. Ooh, yeah. Oh. looks like this. Mm. I think this can be the baby daddy. Oh, all right. Then you go and you get a sperm. and You, you get know, a sperm. It touch your egg. Next thing you know, you, I don't know if they baby. put it in a baster. I don't know how this works. Do I don't think it's like a... T- I, I, I think there's a more technical phrase than right. a baster. But, but they used to do the turkey baster back in the day. They'd take it, they'd put it in there, and they'd scoop. Yeah, I don't know. that. I don't think that's what they do. I don't know. I, I know they put something up there and they yeah. do something. I mean, they can go that route. Now, if they can't afford it, mm-hmm. then they got to go find a homie. I mean, I'm sure she has one homie that wouldn't mind to donate to the cause. It's just right. like donating. I mean, either way, it's going to be an up-in-the-air situation. Then. I guess she had to wait till she ovulating, ovulating. Mm-hmm. How long has it been gone since I had kids? She had to wait till she ovulating and yep. then they gone and pop that thing. And... They gonna have to try. Yeah. It's... It might not happen on the first time. That's and that's probably the other girl's issue. Like you ain't just gonna be getting piped every other day, right? Because right. your temperature is one hundred and three and you ready to go? No. Oh, it would be perfect right now. I'll be right back, girl. I'm about to go see Johnny. Right. We got to call Johnny and someone come on his way. Oh, she would be mad. She probably wouldn't even. Nah. I can see. I I, I say try to. I would would suggest doing a sparring bag thing first. Yeah. Let that be, yo. Let that. That's 
You can still get pregnant. Yeah, I think artificial insemination is the way to go for this couple. Is um, it artificial? I thought it was artificial insemination. I think that's different. I think oh, artificial assimilation is when you put the egg and plant sperm it. together oh. and you plant it up there. I think... So when you go to the sperm bank, they just put the turkey baster in your yeah. pussy and then you just... They just squirt the, the, the sperm in. I'm, you go when you I'm Googling at this point. You go when you ovulate and then they squirt the, the sperm in. We are super technical. You could tell how we made right. our kids. And and that's it. And I, I mean, she'll still be pregnant. I put a sperm bank. It says sperm bank near you. No, 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 no. 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 Just trying to get some information. Next, that shit gonna be on your Facebook wall. It is because <laughs> I just googled it. Want to have a baby, but you're single? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They have sperm, so you could be a sperm donor. Yeah. Or a co-parent. They have it now where you could just co. There's a co-parenting match for everyone. What? No, I'm good on that. Oh. That's pretty much like a sign up baby daddy. What if he, what if yo, <laughs> what if yo. That's like a volunteer baby daddy. Yo, I was just about to say that. What if your volunteer baby daddy is a deadbeat? <laughs> nope. You done signed up for that shit. Now you know. <laughs> nope, nope. But that I think they can go to sperm donor They can around. go to the sperm bank. Um, yeah, get some sperm. They can pick out who they like. Look mm-hmm. at them. Look at the thing, and then get it going. And <sighs> she can still get pregnant naturally. Well, no. It's so I was the artificial insemination is a deliberate introduction of sperm into a female uterus or service. Okay. So. That could work. Yeah. All right. She don't necessarily have to go and have sex with a guy. She doesn't. They could also get a surrogate. But she wants to be pregnant. Oh, oh she wanted to feel the baby kick she and everything. Ba- she said, I want to have the baby in my stomach. Girl, number you, I want you to rethink this. I don't. I, don't, I think she has every right to want to carry her on. I get it. If she wants to. Obviously, the other person must not be a fan. She's not. I already know. Right. Based so, off the whole conversation. Right. So, let her, let her do it. So, I, I guess her issue is... I think she feels like she'll get attached to the dick. It could be that. Or it could be that she... The other person is fearing, like... Maybe she's concerned that... So if you go to a sperm donor, mm-hmm. it's gonna be this sperm, your egg. Where do I come in at? I think um, Brittany Grimer, the um, basketball player. She's light skinned She has like braids, dread. She look, she looked like a dude. Sound okay. like a dude. She was like married to another WNBA player, okay. and they ended up. Having uh, having kids, uh, I don't know if they did artificial insemination or if it was through a dude, but the girl had the babies, okay. and I they had like a whole contract because when their marriage didn't work out, mm. it was like the whole child support type yeah. situation because she said that she was gonna take care. Brittany said she was gonna take care of the girl's kids. Yeah, well, take care of the kids no matter what. So like. 
That shit can get real yeah, tricky. I mean, the girl can still sign on as the other parent. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, if they, because they like. Well, the man has to sign over the rights, though, right. I think. So the guy can sign over his rights and she can sign on as the other parent. Or if they do go the surrogate route, and if, let's say that the other, the other girl's fear is, well, where do I come in? What part of this baby is mine? Mm-hmm. Well, you take her egg because she still got him. Take somebody else's sperm and plop it in you. Ooh, what if they got her egg, the same dude's sperm, so the kids have the same father, and they and um did what you said, put both of the egg, mm-hmm. plant them, and the girl they could have twins. Whatever. Quadruplets. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's, a lot, that's a lot of babies in one belly. But yeah, I. I think that it can be done without you having to go have sex. I'm not against her carrying a child. Yeah. I don't believe that should be taken away from her. Uh, and it don't have to be just straight to adoption. Yeah. You're right. There's a lot of options. There are. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's that. Um, Again, the email is two chicks talking shit, just like the, you know, name of our podcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Slide in our DMs on Facebook or on um, Instagram. Um, we prefer not to get DPs because that's not necessary. We just want questions and stories, and we want to help you guys. Um, we we do care. How about that? How about that? <laughs> Be right back. Okay, we are back, and it's time for Ain't That Some Shit. Well, you going to get right into it. Okay. So, a preschool um, in Georgetown is banning students, preschoolers, from using the term best friend. What? Like, if we were like four and five or whatever. We couldn't say best friend. I couldn't be like, T is my best friend. Why? Because the teacher feels like that term... Um, causes clicks and exclusion, and some kids may not have best friends. Some kids everybody may don't not. have best friends, and so to eliminate that, they said you can't use that term to preschoolers who will probably have a new best friend next in a week. week. By the end of the school year, they will all have been best friends. What is wrong with this world we live in? Why have we have gotten so sensitive? Why can't kids just be kids? Why can't kids just run around, fall down, bust their leg? Why all kids got to win soccer games? Ain't no losers. Why can't kids just have best friends? Like, we are setting these children up. For failure. For failure. Mm -hmm. They're going to think that they're supposed to win everything. That they can't, they don't, can, they are independent. They don't need nobody else. Right. This is, I said, um, it's stuff like this and the way that we are raising these kids now with this whole entitled mentality is the reason why we're getting George, where we're getting the Waffle House shooting. Yeah. Because it's those kids who turn around after you done told them, good job for standing on the field chasing butterflies when they supposed to be playing baseball mm-hmm. or just because they stood up 
and said, my name is Tommy. And now you're giving them a standing ovation when they're supposed to say a whole poem. A whole speech. Right. It's those kids, when the world gets real with them and nobody's giving a fuck Did you about... Hear- who you are. Yeah. Those are the ones that turn around and say, oh, I'm going to shoot up the day. Did you hear about the Toronto dude? He was a self-proclaimed, he was self-proclaimed intentional celibate, right? Because people wouldn't sleep with him. So he was angry. Because he couldn't get no pussy. Yeah. My point exactly. We, we, We making these kids too soft. We are catering. We too. We too coddling them, and we're causing more harm than good. We think that parents think, and instructors and teachers and adults think by sheltering kids like this that it's protecting them and it's going to help them be better people, but it's not. Let these kids have their best friends. Yeah, it's not that serious. Who gives a shit? I couldn't tell you. I couldn't even name. Well, maybe one person. Somebody from my kindergarten preschool class. I actually don't remember anybody from my kindergarten class. Um, second, first, third grade, none of it. I can remember a, like when I get to first, second, third, Maybe a few of them. Third grade. Because a few of them I was friends with up until I left and went to Morgan Park. And yeah. then or even a few of them ended up going to Morgan Park. Yeah, like now my sons, their friends, they have friends that they've been friends with since third grade. Yeah. But I mean, Talia has one of those that she's been friends with since kindergarten. But she's only in, oh, she's in seventh grade. So I guess that's a long time. And like my best friend, Laisha, we've been best friends since we were five and six, but we went to church every week. It wasn't like a school thing. So. Yeah, but I just think that that's ridiculous. So now you don't want these kids to. What are they supposed to do? To to have best friends or refer to their friends as their best friends because you're worried about the one little weird kid that. And it probably won't even be one little weird kid. You worry that there's a kid that don't have a best friend or nobody's calling him best friend. They have to, kid, so I feel like everything in life happens for a reason and there's a lesson in everything. So at some point, kids are going to have to learn you may not have a bunch of friends around you. You may lose friends. Um, you may lose touch with people. Like and Just because this kid may not have a bunch of friends at school does not mean that he don't have friends at home. And his he may have 15 cousins, and he just like playing with his cousins, and those are his he best friends. Like the mother kids. That could be it, too. I'm just saying, like... You're changing an entire policy because you feel like one kid's feelings going to be hurt. Right. It's, it's ridiculous. What you got? Teenager. Promposal. You know, all these kids are just going way uh, above and beyond going. for these promposals. His know name is going. Noah. I don't care where he lives, but this is what his sign reads in the video that has gone viral. If I were black, I'd be picking cotton, but I'm white, so I'm picking you for prom. Don't pick me. Pick these nuts out your mouth. So didn't nobody see this sign before? While he was at home stenciling this sign up. He didn't do it at home. He waited until he got 
in front of the place and waited. Because you could tell how it was made. It wasn't. No, it wasn't perfect. Right. He wrote that shit But out. he definitely used a, a stencil. I know what a stencil looks like. Let me see. It's a stencil. Like, you look at the letters. Oh, yeah, he definitely, he used, definitely used a stencil for it. However. I'm pretty sure he did not let anybody see that. No. So, his parents released a statement to the Huff Post saying that he's not going to attend any school activities for the hmm. rest of the year, including prom and graduation. They said, our son has apologized on behalf of our family. We wish to express our most sincere apologies for the terrible words used in his prom proposal. We do love our son dearly and know that he is a far better person than reflected in this reckless behavior. That being said, as loving parents, we also feel compelled to share our own deep regret and serious concern about his actions. So, I feel like they knew they had to say something, but like, I feel like kids who do stuff like this is because of things that they hear and mm-hmm. see, like, in very close-knit environments. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, my kids know that they can say certain things at, at the crib, and when we go outside, they can't say it. Right. He felt super comfortable in this. Somewhere. Yeah. So, y'all must be saying some other shit or, at the crib. But you know what? Nowadays, I don't even blame it on home. Because you have kids that's when they're in that mixed race, when they're in those mixed culture um, environments. Oh, they think it's cool that they can talk about slavery and say the N-word and yeah. shit, right? Like, and the reason I, and what I, where I was going is... Um, you have white kids or our counterparts who think it's cool or okay to say that because you have black kids who really don't understand the black struggle. Yeah. And they allow it. They think it's okay. That's true. And when their parents be like, why? Wait a minute. What did your friend Timmy just say? Oh, mom, it's no big deal. It's nothing. Oh, it's a big deal. No one, it's not, it's, that's, you, that's your problem. You guys are on, on that. No one cares about that anymore. Yes, we do. And then they make signs like that. And I'm pretty sure it was a black kid somewhere like, <laughs> that's funny. I hope not. But it it reminds me a little bit of like Kim Zolciak, Beerman on Housewives. So I'm all caught up. I've seen all Girl. three. So she felt like they were bullying her because <laughs> they felt like her statements were racist about the roaches and all, uh, the numerous things that they right. said on internet. And it's not, it may not be intentional racism, but there's a thing called implied racism mm-hmm. where you say something and that's what you're giving off, right. that you're being racist. And she just, she just didn't get it. She, she just, first of all, what got me with that was she stood there and you want it to be big and bad mm-hmm. and say all this stuff, lie. I never said that. I didn't say that. Every time they ran see, the tape back. I, I don't see how that's racist. And you guys, you're just doing too much. How dare you? And then get off stage. Go in the bathroom with your husband and balling. And balling. Um, they were so angry to me. And I love, this is why I like Andy. And we'll get back to the kid. Mm-hmm. But this is why I love Andy. He said, you didn't give us a story outside of this hatefulness. Outside of being negative and combative. 
He's like, we didn't have anything else. You're trying to make me into a liar. No, you made yourself into a liar. Because you denied everything that you actually said. And then they ran the tape back and you said it all. And then it was just little stuff. It's just one of those things where it was another example of privilege. Right. Because, oh, right, even though, you know, I, I, the whole racism didn't exist until social media. At first, when I, when, she, when I heard her say that, I was like, is you stupid? It was amplified. Right. But I feel like I get what she was saying. Like, it wasn't, I mean, it's, I'm pretty sure you know it's always been there, but. Now is more prevalent because it's just the world we live in. Right. We have to watch the things we say. We have to watch the things we post. You can't just be like, I don't care if this kid could probably have had nine black friends and only one other Caucasian friend. It's just not cool. Like you have to be very cognizant of everything we do. Racism is not dead. Right. It's alive And, and well. And I would say to those parents or to kids that have friends that's outside of their race, just because they your friend don't mean they get to get away with saying anything. That is so because true. Because they're your friend, this is your opportunity to correct them. Yep. Teach. Teach. So that they don't get in front of another black person and because you've trained them the wrong way. And I right. hate to say train them, but it is kind of like that. You allow them to think that what they say is cool. Some of those things are cool when it's not. And that'll get, that will get them hurt in the wrong environment. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's probably what happened here. Mm-hmm. He was way too comfortable with that. It's either comfortable saying things about black people. Or with his friends, or it's something at home uh-huh. that was that is mm-hmm. taught. Um, okay, I don't know where to start with this next one because it's uh, kind of. I'll start. Thank you, because I I get kind of emotional. So, if you guys don't know, over the weekend, a white male, I think he's around twenty nine years old, Travis Ringking, walked into a. Um, Nashville Waffle House and shot four minorities or killed four minorities um, and then was wrestled down by a black guy but somehow he was able to still escape. They just arrested him yesterday. Yeah. Um, But this guy has a long history Mm -hmm. of just craziness. And the the thing that got me, the first when I heard the story, first of all when I heard the story, I thought it was crazy, cause mm-hmm. they said that he walked into the deck said a nude shoot. Yes, comment. yes, he didn't have any clothes on. So he had he on walked, a green jacket. He walked into the Waffle House naked and shot people. Mm-hmm. So that was the first thing that I was like, okay, what the fuck? And then we find out. He's a counterpart. Mm-hmm. He's a colonizer. And then I'm like, oh boy. Oh, okay, here we go. And that's even before we find out that the four people that he shot, out of those four, three were African Americans. Mm-hmm. And one was Hispanic or I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's Tareen Sanderlin. She was 29. Um, an employee mm-hmm. of Waffle House. Joe Perez, um, a patron, he was um, 
shot outside the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Aquila Da Silva, 23, um, she got shot at the restaurant but died later at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one more. Yeah. But yeah. So the thing that really just sent me over with this story was that he had his guns taken away. Not once, but twice. Yep. And the last time he had his guns taken away, his they gave them to his father, and his father gave them back to him. Let's talk about that, though, for two seconds, because it it's crazy. It's, it wasn't that they just took his guns. It wasn't local authorities. Right. They removed his guns last year in um, 2017, Near the White House. Yeah, I was getting there. Oh, okay, sorry. So the first time that they removed his guns, it was because of a swimming pool incident in Illinois. His father had a building. He he came out. He lived upstairs above the business or whatever like that. And it was said that the sheriff was called because he came outside wearing a pink dress and holding a rifle. And you know, he threw his gun in the rifle, and and he threw his rifle in the truck. He pulled out, went to a, a swimming pool, walked into the pool with that same gun and a pink dress. And that's when they, the sheriff, I guess they arrested him, and they took his guns and said he needed mental help. Fast forward. But they they didn't even take his um Ford car because in Illinois you have to have an right. ID. That says you're licensed to carry a gun or have a gun, right? Keep going. It says, this is exactly what it says. So, um, with this incident with the pool house, it mm-hmm. says that the sheriff's office went to the crane rental business with Rain King. I guess that was, and, and the officer also called Rain King's father, who was out of state. Jeffrey Rankin told the officer he had taken three rifles and a handgun away from his son before and locked them up when Travis was having problems. So obviously they knew because it was also reported that he was arrested because he tried to say that Taylor Swift was stalking him. Yes, I'm sure she was. Yeah, Taylor Swift was stalking him or something. You are on top on her list, sir. Right, and then he goes to the White House last year in July. Yeah. Breached security, went somewhere he was not supposed to go, and told Secret Service people that he wanted to have a meeting with President Trump. He was arrested at the FBI. He had four guns at that point. Right. They went and took his guns, and I guess they told his father, like, you got to keep them or whatever. Yeah, it says, according to the incident report, officers gave the firearms and ammo to Rankin's father, who said he would keep them away from his son. One of those guns. It says the officers did not believe they had any legal authority to withhold the weapon. One of those weapons was the AR-15 that he used at the Waffle House. That his father decided to to give give back back to him. And 
First of all, to me, you want to talk about white privilege at its best. First of all, how not only this is the so here are a few things that irritated me. One, he had these incidents where he showed that he was clearly out of his fucking mind. Crate that shit crazy. And they just was like, oh, just get a gun, says dad. And his dad turned around and gave guns back to him. Then the incident when he was in, he got arrested at the White House. I'm surprised. He was a resident of Illinois and some kind of mm-hmm. way he was able to move to Tennessee. While in Tennessee, he had a job. I think he got arrested. He After he got arrested for that, went to Tennessee, got a job. Got fired from said job. A few weeks later, had another job where he didn't show up to. On top of that, they just reported yesterday that he had stolen somebody's Mercedes Benz or BMW. BMW. And they followed him in this car to a his apartment complex. But they didn't like further investigate it. And it's just like, so you got this little white boy out here just running rapping, acting a goddamn fool. He's killed four people. And now here it is. He's killed four people. When y'all arrested him, y'all knew he had guns. And you still didn't. And he's still alive. Not to say that the thing would have been to shoot him dead. But it's just like, why is it that he get a free pass on all this other shit? All of them. But a black boy or a black man gets pulled over for a taillight. He selling CDs or selling cigarettes. In his mother's backyard. And they get shot down. And they be honest. I have a gun. I'm going to grab my ID. Right. They might not even have a gun. They might have a cell phone. They may not have anything. anything. Just because they don't want to. Because. And here's the thing that really gets me. The police. Be, oh, I fear for my life. They come aggressive. The moment that they come up to a black man, they come with their gun, their hand on their out, gun. Already. Already out. So you come aggressive and you're not expecting for this man. This ain't no boy. This ain't no person. Almost 30 years old. This, this is you coming to another person. Because granted, yeah, you, you're in your uniform. At the same time, most of the time, these men are looking at you as just another man. Yeah. You're a man too. And granted, yes, they should respect you as your authority, but y'all come in such a way sometimes that so y'all already come hostile. hostile. Yeah. And so, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like you come and you you instigate this hostile environment where they're like, no, I'm not about to. I'm not doing what? What do you want? What? I didn't do nothing. I I'm just standing nothing. here. I'm, I'm just, just selling CDs. Like, no, I'm not saying to. No, you're not about to arrest me. Arrest me for what? It is is is. I'm over it. It's ridiculous. And I read. I read something yesterday on the internet when I was in the um airport, and it was an interview with a black police officer. He just was talking in general about you know how we're viewed, and he said he was working and got a call about a robbery. So he was on the scene of the robbery at someone's house mm-hmm. with a flashlight, looking, you know, looking for evidence, looking for clues, like right. doing police drive. work, right? He said, 
he heard on the radio on dispatch oh um we got a call of a suspicious black male in police clothes with a flashlight um at this address like somebody called the police, called on, the police on the police because the they didn't job. they didn't think it was the police because it was a black man the last thing you're gonna have to worry about is a black man pretending to be a police officer so again, this is just a, a top, this is a becoming a tired dialogue. It is. And the problem is our legislative, our legislators, I should say, are not doing anything to change anything. Like they're not changing gun laws. Mm-mm. They're not doing mental health evaluations Mm-mm. before people get guns. Um, there's no federal mandate of training for police officers. Mm-hmm. Each city, county, however it's governed, Handle handles their own training. And that could be le- real left or real right, depending right. on where you are, you know? And um, I just feel like something major I, is going to have to happen for any changes to come. And I don't... Our talking isn't doing it. Our protesting yeah. isn't doing it. It just... It's, we got to get down to legislation. Legis- legislation. Ooh, that wine and kicked in my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got to get into making laws and, and changing things because this is getting out of hand. And the one thing, another thing that I just sat here and thought about with this. Now, here it is. Had this been a situation where maybe... He went in and shot up a Waffle House and killed four white people. You better believe it would have been a whole... He wouldn't be allowed to tell the story. But I feel like because he went in and shot four minorities, majority black, Yeah, it's like, oh, we're just... You've white. been to Waffle House before, right? You now, know... I've been in there. I, I you know what I We didn't eat me Waffle House. It ain't too many of them that go... We like Waffle House. Yeah. I'll fight you for some Waffle House. Like, it is so good. As many times as I took, took Trey to school, like, we'd be like, we're going to stop at Waffle House, but then we'd be like, man, I'm ready to go home. Yeah, I love Waffle House. Yeah. But, I don't care how dirty it is, but I love it. But, like, that's probably not going to be the scenario is what right. I'm getting at. Yeah. But at but the I'm same time, I, believe, I, I, I agree with you. Same thing with the guy that went in there and shot up the church full of black people. Oh, he was so hungry. We had to stop and make sure he had something to eat before we took him to jail. Right. Because that's what a murderer deserves, right? Right. I'm just, I'm over the narrative. I'm over the, I'm over the bullshit. Um, something needs to give. And it, it's just, it's getting old and it makes no sense. We need to start finding humanity. We all human. We need to find humanity in everybody. That's, that's all I gotta say about it. Okay. You got something else? That's it. Okay. We will be right back. Now it's time for... On a positive note. On a positive note. On a positive note. Yeah. What up? I... am gonna turn this story around. Well, there goes mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, there it go. And we we both we gonna shout out Mr. James Shaw Jr. Yes, who is the man who wrestled down 
the shooter in the Waffle House. Yes. And kind of made sure that that situation didn't get any worse than what it could have been. Um, I just want to say his name because I feel like the media kind of is just like brushing over it. Oh, of course. It's like, you know, even when they first told the story, it was like, yeah, and, you know, the shooter was shot, was wrestled down by a man or a patron in the store. And, yeah. Uh, here's the one thing that bothers me with all of this. We are very quick to say the name of the terrorist over and over and over mm-hmm. again. But when it comes to James. You have it. I haven't, I haven't heard his name enough. He is a Tennessee State University alumni. He is mm-hmm. an alpha fraternity member. He is a father. He's a father. He said he actually was counting his daughter's eyelashes because he didn't know if he was going to ever see her again. Mm. Are you kidding me, bro? Mm-hmm. And we're not giving this man no credit. I feel like people like him yeah. just deserve Medal of Honors. Like they should be praised in front of the entire country to say, like, we are not standing for the bullshit that you terrorists are bringing our way. Just like the people who wrestled down the terrorists on the airplane on 9 11. Right. I feel like he deserves that type of credit. Domestic terrorists are just as bad as, you know, international terrorism that comes over here. And he says, I am not a hero. He is a hero. He He is. is He is because in my mind, I feel like that gave them a chance to identify or at least see more of what the Mm -hmm. shooter looked like to know who they were even looking for. Because mm-hmm. they wrestled, he wrestled them down to the ground. He saved lives. Yeah, he saved lives. Everybody in the Waffle House could have lost their life. But they're small. It, it, they they just big. That could have turned into a massacre. Yeah, everybody, it would have been called the Waffle House massacre, massacre. Yeah. If he didn't step in. So, uh, And I guess that was your story. That was. That's all I wanted to do. I wanted to say his name because we're so quick to give terrorists attention. Thank you, Mr. James Shaw Jr. Thank you, sir. You are appreciated. And as though you say you're not a hero. You are an American hero, my friend. When the hero comes along with the strength to carry on. You cast your peers aside. Lord. <laughs> Girl. Okay, that's, I'm done. That's that uh pink Moscato sangria. Mm-hmm. It was very good. It was good. All right. That's our show. Talk to y'all next week. Peace.